Hello, and welcome to Proximo's weekly podcast. This is your host, Paige Chisholm, reporting to you from London. Today is Monday, December 13th, and here are your top stories this week. Fonzi Partners Infrastructure Strategy has entered into a definitive agreement for the sale of its 50.1% stake in the Brazilian power transmission Concessionaire Linhas de Energia Tau Transmissora Lest for an undisclosed amount. Vasi FIP Infra Transmissal acquired control of LESS through a public concession auction in 2017 and partly realized its investment in 2019. FIP Infra Transmissal retains one investment in its portfolio, the 30-year Vermelha Transmissora concession for the implementation and operation of a static compensator project in the state of Minas Gerais. Bathir Concesiones has closed the 420 million US dollar financing for the Ruta 66 Camina de la Fruta P3, managed by Sociedad Concesionada Ruta de la Fruta for a term of 45 years. The finance will support the continued construction, expansion, and improvement works for the 560 million US dollar and 142 kilometer project. The operation was led and structured by Banco del Estado de Chile and Banco de Crédito y Inversiones. Lancium Technologies Corporation has closed 150 million US dollars in financing from leading energy companies and investors. Lancium has over 2 gigawatts of capacity in development across its US clean campuses that are built at critical points on the transmission system. The company's smart response software enables clean campuses to function as controllable load resources, CRLs, to the electrical grid. The facilities will also serve high-throughput computing and other energy-intensive applications. Hanwha Solutions leads the financing round. Lancium was also supported by NovaWolf and other strategic investors, as well as participation from SBI Holdings and other existing early-stage investors. BTIG, LLC, and Batuta acted as financial advisors to Lancium, with Goldberg Cohn acting as Lancium's counsel, and Skadden, Arbs, Slate, Meager, and Flom LLP represented Hanwha Solutions. Digital 9 Infrastructure, D9, has completed the 15 million GBP, or 20 million USD, acquisition of a data center asset and subsea fiber landing station, C-Edge UK1 on the UK's largest data center campus in Newcastle. The grid-connected data center has a capacity of 10.6 megawatts and is occupied and operated by Stellium Data Centers Limited. Stellium has 24 years remaining on the 25-year occupational lease. Sea Edge UK1 is the UK's only landing port for the new North Sea Connect cable and also hosts the No UK Subsea Cable, connecting Altabox Carrier's Norwegian network to the northeast of England. RWE Generation and Kawasaki Heavy Industries are planning to build a hydrogen-powered gas turbine in Lingen, Germany, to test the conversion of hydrogen back into electricity at RWE's Emsland gas-fired power plant. The 34-megawatt plant could become operational in mid-2024. Kawasaki's turbine is able to operate with any combination of hydrogen or natural gas, thus providing necessary flexibility during the establishment of the hydrogen economy. The pilot project will test the turbine across varying operating load ranges, between 30 and 100%. The Lingen site plays a key role in RWE's hydrogen strategy as part of the Get H2 project. RWE is planning to build a 100-megawatt electrolysis plant there by 2024, which will produce green hydrogen using offshore wind power from the North Sea. The capacity of this plant is to be expanded to 300 megawatts by 2026 and 2 gigawatts by 2030. 
work on the Cambo oil field off Shetland is being paused, its developers have said, plunging the future of oil exploration into the area into doubt. Shell, which has been planning to develop the field with private equity-backed fossil fuel explorer Sigar Point Energy, pulled out of the project last week after fierce opposition to it from environmental activists. Sigar's chief executive, Jonathan Rogers, said, quote, Following Shell's announcement last week, we are in a position where the Cambo project cannot progress on the originally planned timescale. We are pausing the development while we evaluate next steps, unquote. The UK government was facing a legal challenge from Greenpeace over its decision to allow the drilling to go ahead. After COP26 in Glasgow last month, Scotland's First Minister, Nicola Sturgeon, signaled she did not believe the project should go ahead and said it should be subject to a climate assessment. Green campaigners have argued that Cambo should not get a green light, given the UK's legally binding target to reach net zero emissions by 2050. Government approval for exploration at the site, 78 miles west of the Shetlands and waters 1,000 meters deep, was first given in 2001. On Friday, Sikar Point Energy said that although the project had been paused, it continued to believe Cambo was, quote, a robust project that can play an important part of the UK's energy security, unquote. In a statement, the Stop Cambo campaign group said the decision was, quote, a vindication of the opposition to Cambo voiced by thousands of people across the UK, unquote. But activists called on the UK government to support oil and gas workers and their communities as the transition away from fossil fuels gathers pace. The Guidry Group has signed a master agreement with EPC contractor Akiridon Construction Overseas Company Limited that sets the main terms of their cooperation for the design and construction of the 1.5 billion US dollar Susa Secure Port in eastern Libya. The conceived multi-use port will be the deepest water port in the country, as well as Libya's first PPP port. It will be built in four phases and will handle containers, grain, bulk and general cargo as well as serving as a logistics base. Archiridon will begin preliminary works for the $200 million first phase and expects to start full construction in Q1 of 2023. The Guidry Group was advised by Dentons Europe, Ernst & Young, and WSP. And finally, Bahrain Sustainable Energy Authority, SEA, has launched two tenders to add a total of 7.5 megawatts of solar on a build-own, operate-maintain basis for government buildings. A 2.5-megawatt grid-tiered solar PV plant is to be built for the Ministry of Labor and Social Development and a further 5 megawatts for the Ministry of Education. The projects will install rooftop and carport systems as well as EV charging stations under 20-year contracts. The last date for submissions is December 22, 2021. You can find more of the most up-to-date project finance news, data, and analysis at proximoinfra.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.